service member and singer-songwriter Austin Merrill, today on the Music Universe Podcast. Hey man, how's it going? Oh, it goes. It goes, it goes, it goes. How are you? I'm not too bad. Just, uh, you know, hanging in there and staying busy with all the interviews and podcasts, episodes and web news and all that stuff we got to put together, you know? Having fun. Yeah. Our guest today actually sounds like he was uh, talking to him. It sounds like he would have been fun, would be fun to hang out with if we ever get the chance to. He is a veteran. I, I didn't quite understand if he's a vet or if he's still active. Uh, I he, don't know how the whole he is reserved currently thing works. commissioned as a lieutenant in the Tennessee Army National Guard. So he's active. Oh my yeah, goodness, he, he's active. Yeah. and uh, he hails from Bend, Oregon. Uh, he plays three instruments. They're very diverse. We'll let him chat with us about that. And his uh, latest single, "Whiskey to Water." Uh, is at uh, Country Radio now. And we were having so much fun talking about the military. Before we throw to it, we forgot to mention that he does have an EP. But he, go ahead. I know you have that in front of you. He has an EP coming out. Uh, we didn't get to ask him. Actually, you know what? We did ask him what new projects and stuff he'd be writing about, and uh, he didn't mention it as well because we were having so much fun talking about the military stuff. Uh, you have that info on that EP. Talk a little bit about that before we go. Uh, yeah, he's currently recording it with producer Mark Bright. So he's a big-time producer in, uh, mm -hmm. in Nashville. Uh, You'll Come Knocking music video is featured on uh, CMT as part of their Next Up Now series and Spotify's new Boots mm -hmm. playlist. So... Without further ado, it's Austin Merrill here on the Music Universe Podcast. So, Austin Merrill joining us today at the Music Universe Podcast. How you doing? I'm doing good, man, all things considered. Yeah. Uh, you know, spending a little more time at home than usual. Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. So, uh, you know, getting a little more songwriting in, I guess. So, it's a good way to pass the time. Where are you waiting it out? Where are you spending time? Where's home? I, uh, I'm i in Franklin, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. So oh, uh, nice. No, just, what, 15 minutes south of Nashville? Yep. Yeah, nice uh, nice area. What um, Usually what we've been asking everyone is what they've been, you know, killing their time with, and it sounds like you're getting a lot of songwriting in. Um, are you co-writing? Are you doing a lot of... Uh, uh, telecommuting with uh, the uh, songwriting process? Uh, no, it's just me all by my lonesome. I uh, I, I am the solo writer on all the tracks on my uh, records. And uh, yeah, it, it tends to work well that way. And I'm, I'm having success with it so far. So uh, I'm a lucky guy. Makes it easy too, because, uh, you know, I, I can I can stay away from people when it's just me and my couch. There you go. And, and <laughs> exactly. you play a few instruments as well, for those that don't know. Guitar, upright bass, and sax. That's a variety of... Uh, That's diverse. Instruments. Not there. all at the same time, though. <laughs> hey, you got to work on that. Get get to stepping. Right? Yeah, I got maybe maybe I could carve out a nice niche for myself. could be the, uh, <laughs> the country music one-man band. There you go. But that is such a unique combination. Upright bass, guitar, saxophone. How did you come by all those three particular instruments? Um, I uh, I grew up playing the bass, so uh, that was the one that I took on first. I started playing bass in third grade. I went to private school for one year, and it just so happened to be the year that at that school that they uh, could that you could uh, take a music class, uh, and so they introduced all the instruments to the kids. They lined them all up, 
and uh, and told us to just pick one. And I picked the biggest one. And that's literally the only reason I picked the bass is because it was huge. And I thought, oh, man, that thing looks awesome. Obviously, much to the chagrin of my mother, who uh, had to carry it around for me because I was too small to even haul my own instrument. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it worked out, and I, I, and I played uh, classical music and jazz uh, growing up all through high school. Uh, I took uh, I took second in the state solo contest for uh, for classical bass playing, um, and then uh, yeah, when I moved to Nashville uh, to go to school, I I came to to Vanderbilt to study to make mom and dad happy, but I wanted to initially be a bass player in a band, um, and then uh, I you know the songwriting and the singing bug really took hold when I was in college, and that's that became my superseding passion. But initially I wanted to be a bass player. And so I still love, uh, I still love plucking on the thing. Nice. Wonderful. Yeah. So you mentioned your songwriter, uh, the solo songwriter has the current situation, quarantine, isolation, whatever you want to call it in been an inspiration to you, these world circumstances, anything coming to mind for you? You know, music has always been kind of an escape for me. So mm -hmm. um, I don't know that a whole lot has changed in, in that regard, just because, you know, music kind of always occupies its own space in my mind. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, I've been able to do a lot of uh, Facebook Live uh, broadcasts and, and whatnot at, in lieu of radio mm -hmm. station visits and uh, concerts and stuff like that. And so uh, it's been nice to... Uh, connect that way with people, you know, with original songs and covers. Right. Um, so it, it's it's kind of a it's a changing landscape, or at least you know it is temporarily. Uh, but we're still able to connect with fans and connect with listeners, and so uh, yeah, I mean it's it's just different. But you know, we roll with the punches. Yeah, and but on the writing side of it, are these circumstances inspiring any song, any song ideas? Anything about uh, what's going on right now? Big and Rich just released a, a song called Stay Home. Anything uh, coming to mind for you? Any angles you see to write about for this? Uh, well, hopefully in any anything that I would write that was super topical would uh, would not be relevant here in a few months because hopefully this all, mm -hmm. this all blows blows over. But, uh, um, you know, I, I, I guess, I, guess the, I can draw from the emotions that could come from, you know, being lonely or being quarantined, stuff like that. Cause I, when I, when I sit down to write stuff, I would like to write stuff that is timeless. And I guess that's, you know, that's probably what most writers would say. And so if I can draw more on just kind of general emotions that might come out in these situations, then, uh, you know, I can write something that people listen to for years and years. So, and also not a whole lot rhymes with virus. <laughs> that is so, well, true. Yeah, that's true. Um, so tell us about uh, Whiskey and Water. It was sent to Country Radio, and um, it's a really, really cool tune. Uh, tell us about the inspiration behind it. So thanks, man. Whiskey and Water. I wrote that a few years ago, um, and it was uh, it was right before I had to go to Fort Jackson, South Carolina, for about 12 weeks of military training. I've been in the Tennessee Army National Guard for over five years now, uh, and I had oh, commissioned— uh, previously to, to writing that song. And then I had to go to, uh, to our specialization training for lieutenants called Bullock. And so I had to go get schooled up 
and uh, I was not particularly looking forward to it, uh, but uh, I had to go do it. And so, you know, I guess maybe that's where kind of that, no, no, I wouldn't say sorrowful, but more of a lonesome country song came out of that. You know, I mean, it's a happy song. It's about about love and, and in a good relationship, but it's still kind of got that old school country flavor. And so nothing like uh, some dread to kind of put you in that old school country music flavor. So, uh, so yeah, that's how that came about. And luckily I got to actually bring my guitar on that stint of training. That usually doesn't happen. Uh, so I was able to get quite a few songs written during training, uh, which was nice, but yeah, I wrote that uh, right before, right before I put the uniform back on. And, you know, a couple of years later we, we cut it and it's my first single to the radio. So it's pretty cool. Well, thank you for your service. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, you have a voice, your voice is really great. And as soon as I heard it, please take this as a compliment because I think he's a great singer, uh, tells stories very well. Don't know if you'll be familiar with him, but your voice sounds very similar to Neil McCoy's voice. Uh, and Thanks. I don't know if you know who, who he is. Of course I know who Neil McCoy is. Yeah, I've seen him <laughs> oh, maybe two, maybe three times in concert. Oh, he's great. Yeah. You, you just... You remind me of that tone. I mean, you have your own voice, of course, but I just, the way he tells stories and the way you tell stories, it's, I can see if there's some subconscious inspiration there or conscious inspiration. It's certainly there. Yeah, thanks. I don't know if I'll ever write a song quite like Billy's Got His Beer Goggles On, but. Uh... <laughs> what about Hillbilly Rap? <laughs> Maybe I'll stick more to like, uh, you know, the shake or wink. Yeah. He's had yeah. some real good songs. <laughs> yeah, but because yeah. Uh, you're inspired by 90s country, who are some of your uh, acts that you really uh, enjoy listening to and uh, perhaps have been influenced by? Sure, yeah. So uh, I grew up listening to, you know, 90s country radio in general because mom and dad were the ones that played the music. And I wouldn't call them... Uh, like critical listeners they were big country music fans but they were more casual listeners in that they just listened to whatever the radio had on uh you know we would we would sometimes get cds uh my mom did that uh remember back when you could buy like 10 cds for a dollar oh or whatever i was in all of those (laughs) (laughs) with that uh yeah whatever that that mail serve mail in service was so you know we got a lot of cds that way but other than that it was country radio so everybody's got a song or two or three that, you know, I can still sing along to. Some of my favorites, I would say, are like Vince Gill. Uh, Alan Jackson is probably my favorite country music singer of all times. Um, uh, George Strait, uh, you know, Tim McGraw and Kenny Chesney, when they were first hitting big, they had great songs coming out. So, uh, you know, that's, that's all the stuff that, that kind of formed me into who I am. I would say it was more an era as opposed to, you know, one or two artists. Um, so Keith Urban, I should throw him in there too. Man, Keith Urban's first couple albums were just incredible. You know, he's still he's still a good artist, but he really, uh, in my formative years, his early stuff uh, really hit me just right. You, you mentioned Keith, and you you can't do that without mentioning his band, The Ranch. Do you remember them? I do. Yeah. Yeah, walking. I do the remember country. that. In fact, that was one of the that was one of the albums that my mom got for a nickel or whatever. Yeah, back when uh, <laughs> back when she was doing that. Yeah, I remember that album. That was good. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. He's always occupied his own lane in country music, and you know, it, I, I respect it, 
and uh, and it's kind of hard to do that. I, I'm trying to do that. I think every artist wants to, you know, kind of kind of live in their own space. Uh, but he's able to do it. Uh, Alan Jackson was definitely able to do it. So was Vince Gill. Those are really the people whose careers that I I kind of look to for guidance, I suppose. Now, I want to backtrack just a, a bit to one thing you said that you wrote while you were commissioned in the service. Is there, did you find there were other writers, the other musicians serving with you? I mean, I've always wondered about kind of the free time and the recreational time. And you probably can't be the only creative soul in the service. No, you know, I've in my five years, I have met, a few artists, but no, uh, no singer songwriters that I can think of. I mean, I've met, you know, people that can draw or paint, uh, well and stuff like that. And they use that as their creative outlet. But I have to say, I might be the only singer songwriter that I've ever come across. And it's, it's definitely been treated as a novelty. I mean, you know, I get a lot of good ribbing from my fellow soldiers uh, about it. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, kind of have kind of, being a pretty boy on stage and whatnot. That's so what they do, it's all, right? It's all a lot of fun. Huh? That's what they do, right? Rib on each other? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no holds barred in the, in the Army. So, so I, you know, I was happy to, to play that character. I'm, I was definitely the, uh, you know, the singer. Uh, in fact, <laughs> I did, uh, I led Cadence a lot in training. Oh, yeah. I was, I was the favorite. They would always call out, Meryl! To get me out to... Uh, to lead the company when we had to march down the road. Oh, nice. So, uh, you know, I got to showcase it a little bit, and uh, I wrote a cadence or two, actually. I don't know if I've ever told anybody that outside of the service, but, yeah, I wrote I wrote a couple cadences, and we would, uh, we would sing them in training. So, yeah, you know, I was the music guy. Anything you can repeat? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, it, yeah I don't. I'd have to think on that a little bit. It is the internet, so it's not <laughs> censored. But yeah, that, that's that's cool, dude. That that is really cool. Uh, I'd be interested in hearing those if you ever feel inclined. <laughs> yeah. Or the basis for some patriotic song. I may be uh, coerced into playing at this year's Brigade Ball, actually. So our our big formal uh, gathering for the for the unit yeah. for uh, one of the big brigades in Tennessee. Uh, they they've they've already started talking to me about uh, about um, providing the entertainment for that engagement. So, you know, I may voluntold I may be voluntold to do that <laughs> by by my command. And be like, all right, well, it's I the army. I know what my job is. You're voluntold. Well, it's the army. Yeah. They say, Meryl, you will sing. I say, hey, yes, sir. <laughs> I love that. When is it supposed to be? Is it in danger of? all of this stuff getting moved? No, nah, it's like September, October around there. Oh, so yeah. hopefully we're not in this situation by then. Sheesh. Well, hopefully we're not, but it sounds like you are making good, uh, good time uh, with the time that you have good use of it. Thank you for your service and thank you for your time. This was truly wonderful. And uh, please come back as you write more songs because we got to hear those cadences. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll, uh, I'll work on them. I think I typed them up and I've got them in a box somewhere. Cause nobody really requests those at the live shows. <laughs> Start a new tradition. <laughs> yeah, right. Get everybody to yeah, some call and response. Get some crowd involvement. 
You like, go. all right, everybody, have right face. <laughs> I'll work on that. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, but yeah, I, all I right. appreciate you guys. Uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Appreciate it. Thank you. Such a down to earth guy. He seemed really fun. You know. Yeah. Somebody you want to hang yeah. with. Yeah, and uh, my favorite part probably is that he just writes everything himself. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that, such a skill. It really is. It, it is, and it takes a lot of guts because, you know, I've written a lot of songs too, and you, you really put your heart and soul into it. So you're really opening up who you are, and it's all coming from you. It's not coming from the other two or three people that may be in the room with you, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. So we're looking forward to new music from Austin and, uh, you know, have to thank him more times than we can ever for his service. Absolutely. Uh, you know, so uh, awesome guy and, uh, you know, best of luck. And please sing those cadences. I don't know what I've been told. TMU you is six Matt. years old. I just... <laughs> We're seven. seven. Well, that doesn't fit. Okay. <laughs> I, I was actually asking him to sing them, not you. <laughs> okay, this is what this is what Stir Crazy Week Two does to me. All right. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> all right, for the Music Universe podcast, I'm Matt, and I'm Buddy. Thanks for listening, and please keep tuning in and check out the MusicUniverse.com for more details. Uh-huh.